Content warning. This podcast contains coarse language and cheeky themes. So if you've got kids in the car, colleagues in the office, or a nonna in the kitchen, chuck some headphones in. Who the bloody hell are we? Conversations about immigration and culture in Australia with your hosts, Mel and Sonia. Hello and welcome to episode number two. I am Sonia Diorio and joining me once again is my co-host, Melissa Viola. Hello. Hey, Mel. Hello. Okay, today, episode two, we have our first interview. I'm super excited to introduce Irvi Majumda, a comedian and writer here in the studio. Hey. Hello. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for joining us. Thank, thank you very you. much. You're um, welcome. Last podcast, Mel and I spoke about our Italian backgrounds. Mm-hmm. So Mel's um, parents came here. My mm. parents um, migrated here from Italy uh, and grandparents family kind of came in dribs and drabs. Yep. Now, you actually moved over here with your parents yeah. as a child. Yeah. Um, how old were you? I was six when I moved here. Wow. And do you have, yeah. like, many early memories from Australia? Um, yeah. So it was really weird, I guess, um, not knowing what it was going to be like at all. And yep. then I also had, like, a really thick Indian accent. Like, it was just... Um, yeah. Uh, so when I first... I was just so confused, the whole concept of school, um, because in India it's, like, really strict and... I already had to know how to, like, write in cursive. I was, like, just writing in cursive and, like, spell up to 100. Like, it was just, like, their system's just a lot harsher on kids and if you don't do it, you get beaten. Oh, Um, my God. So um, So what what, um, year level had you gotten up to? What grade before you moved over? I had done prep there and then I Mm. went. They were almost going to make me do prep again here because I was, like, a year early for my year. But thank God they did. They were already like just going to be understimulated, and um, so wow. yeah, See, went to yeah, grade that one. happened to my dad when he came here. I think he was about thirteen or something, and yeah. he got held back a grade. Yeah, because he said I couldn't. Un- I couldn't speak English. I couldn't yeah. understand stuff. Yeah, um, he's like, even though in Italy I was doing very well at school. <laughs> okay, Dad. All right, blame it on the language barrier. <laughs> very clear. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Um, yeah, both me and my sister, but um, she came here and she got. To to do kindergarten here yeah. um so she got to play with like bunnies and do fun stuff and yeah. I was like beaten with a wooden oh, stick no. if I didn't yeah. spell stuff properly yeah oh. so what um, was your English like uh English was fine um I had trouble understanding the accent and then I think the teacher was just like who is this kid because I also our dad used to cut our hair really short so I just had like this boy's haircut um oh, <laughs> it was really hard and then <laughs> and she's like this is Irvi like say hello and um back then in India you actually pronounce my name like Urvi mm. Mm-hmm. But no one can say it here. So yeah. she's like, Uvi. Um, and I just hate that. <laughs> it sounds like a dog barking. Um, <laughs> it's annoying. So she's like, this is Uvi from India. Um, no, she she basically was like, this is Uvi. And she's like, tell us where you're from. And I just was like, in my head, I'm like telling them my address. Like I was oh, like, NGF right. layout 345, whatever. Oh. <laughs> and she's like, no, where are you really from? Like what country? Um, yeah, because yeah, she just yeah. wanted me to be like India. But yeah. for me, it was like, obviously I'm from India, but like, um, what's my address? <laughs> um, yeah, right. So that was funny. Um, yeah, I guess I was just had, after the initial period, I was, uh, feel like I was more confident back then. And then you start becoming self-aware and trying to like fit in and stuff. Yeah. So that was. Well, kids are doing that job. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And then on top of it, you're like, you know, feeling totally yeah. Yeah. Having like an Indian version of stuff. Like Tell lots us where of you're from stuff. in Irvi, uh, <laughs> the only outsider in the class. Come yeah. On. It literally, so it was just like, and trying to get people to pronounce my name properly was like a nightmare. So, so. do your parents 
you surely your parents don't call you Irvi. No, they call me Irvi, yeah. or um, in India you have like annoying nicknames for people. So mine's Putang, <laughs> which means that nothing. That sounds bad. I know. <laughs> Putang. <laughs> what does it mean? Nothing. It's just like random syllables, ah. but in. Uh, is it like with a P? P U T A N G. It's almost <laughs> like Putana. Putana. It's almost Putana <laughs> in Italian, like which means it means it's slut. slut in in <laughs> <laughs> Sonia's eyes lit up when you said that. She's like, oh, let me tell you this fun thing. Holy moly. We know what means that because we've been called it many times. <laughs> no wonder I'm this way. I'm <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, like, wake up, Putana. <laughs> <laughs> well, whenever someone called our home phone, it would be like, hey, is Irby there? And she's like, yep, Putana. I'm like, <laughs> scream across the house like who is she calling <laughs> so that was annoying so but, it's just yeah. you and your sister yeah so she's two years younger but for some reason I feel because sometimes I'm like oh maybe I'm a bit weird because I'm um, having to move and integrate but she was always fine so um do I you reckon no that's might be because she's a bit younger too yeah a little bit younger she's always calm whereas I was just like ball even in India I was just like really anxious as a kid oh, yeah. so um probably didn't help and did you to move to Melbourne you yeah, and your we just family, moved to Melbourne, yeah, but to like the widest. Back then, Carnegie was like, oh, yeah, no right. Indian people. Yeah. Um, so we did first two years there, and that was probably the times where it was like hardest to kind of fit mm. into primary school because mm. everyone was like a huge bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and there was like this little times where I'm like trying. I, I don't know if this is like a sad story or I find it funny, but yeah. um, like one time before school, I, just, I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna have whiter skin. So I just put all this talcum powder on my Aww. face and was like walking to school. Mum didn't notice until like halfway when I was just like, hey, like asking a question, and wow. she was just like, what the fuck? Um, but I was just this like funny. Story stuff like that being like yeah I can just have white skin by like putting oh talcum powder on yeah I don't know if that's sad or funny I thought it was well, funny it's like <laughs> white face it's sad at the time but yeah <laughs> it's very now cute now it's, yeah, yeah it's cute but there was also defiance like even when um because in India where like having thick black hair is like a big thing so to get that you have to put heaps of oil in your hair and it's like yeah. the oil is always like some extravagant smell um so my dad put some oil in my hair I remember all the like bully boys in school were like why is your hair stink? And then um, the next day I just put like I just put the whole bottle of oil in my hair and came to school with just like dripping hair. Oh, in like defiance. As a retaliation. I, I was just that. like, well, yeah. here you go. I love more. that. <laughs> Did you have a day? So it, there wasn't a, any point where you were like, I'm going to have a white face with the powder and this oil and then it just like all <laughs> oh congealed. I'm like, Jackson, yeah. <laughs> oh um, yeah, it was a mixed time, but I think I was more confident back then than I was like as a teenager and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's understandable. Yeah. So when you're in India, were you living in like a big town? Were you living in a city? Was yeah. like coming to Melbourne like huge? Yeah, or? it was um we were already living in a city, so yeah. Bangalore is like the IT oh, kind of capital. Yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've been to Bangalore. Oh, it's the only yeah. big city I've been to in India, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah awesome. it's already quite big, but it was like I guess I was because our family had been there for ages, I felt pretty comfortable and not um yeah, not just like a full on outsider. But you don't mm. really realise the effects that it has on you until you're older, I think. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you mean the um, just like how that whole experience makes you what you like did super in school? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It does. Um, I mean, it's yeah, kind it's, of interesting to think because Bangalore's a big city. Mm. It's like one of the biggest cities in the south. Yeah. So it's. I mean, imagine what it would be like if you'd come from even a smaller town. Totally. And Melbourne yeah. would have been crazy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah exactly. But I, I think Bangalore's pretty westernised compared yeah, to other parts. Yeah, nowadays it is as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Have you been back and noticed a big difference in that city? Yeah, like they, my parents sold the house we were in, um, 
it's like a few years ago, but it's just like, yeah, fully changed. It's like even where we, it's sort of like the suburbs grow much quicker into like the city centre and stuff there because of the population. So, yeah, it's changed a lot. So there's a lot more people. And now the house there is like worth like millions, but it's wow. um, now, wow. now it's sold. So what can you do? It's crazy. Yeah. Sad. Yeah, <laughs> no, it is sad. Um, <laughs> yeah, cool. So um, do you did your parents ever want to go back or like what was, did they come over for... Um, yeah, it was meant to be two years initially and then yeah. they just, I guess, um, yeah, I guess that's when the kind of hopes and stuff were formed because they were like, you know, obviously it's a um, much more comfortable life. Right. Um, mm. you're, it would be hard for us to just like move back and they wanted to stay mm. maybe another two years and test yeah. it out. Um, and in India there is still the conception that like when you're like overseas in like a white country then you've like succeeded in life and stuff. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, from if you're in like a, some people think that and other people don't, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. in terms of unis and stuff. Were you as a kid, were you, do you remember having this like want to go back after two years and seeing it as like a, like a kind of solid thing? And then finding out that you were in a state, was that like a big deal for you? Um, No, I think we just assumed. I I think we just kind of were like, because I think your brain forms a lot quicker between six and eight. So I was like, I need to be with my friends and stay here for a while. This is our life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I don't really remember being too sad about not going back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Um, so I know you from uh, doing uh, comedy. We do a lot of stand-up together and we yeah. also write together for a TV show. Yeah. Um, in your stand-up you talk a lot about um, your parents and your parents' yeah. sort of expectations of your life versus yeah. the modern life you lead, which is <laughs> yeah. a topic that I kind of broach as well. Yeah. Um, how do you find juggling your parents' expectations with going out and doing comedy yeah. a lot? It's hard. Um, I feel like you kind of have to just live like a double life or like triple yep. life. Even yep. It's like at the moment I feel like the amount of stuff, I don't know if you feel this way as well, um, when you do so much stuff you don't really want to, I feel like I don't really tell anyone <laughs> the stuff I do because it just sounds crazy. It's like comedy, normal job, um, like project writing job, yeah, yeah. parents' world. So it's just like mm-hmm. a lot of different kind of versions of yourself to have separate. to keep in mind. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, and so do you, I remember you've mentioned to me before that you don't really tell your parents how many gigs no, you do. No, they'd freak out. They'd just wow. be like, right. yeah, they're already – if I tell them like once a week, they're like, like, what are you doing? Like, it's just so much. And I can't be like, oh, we need to do this like three, four times a week to yeah. be any good. Yeah. Is that like uh, not wanting to, you to do something that's outside of a normal career and like maybe something less steady? Or is it like you being out at night and stuff? Because I know that's something. Both. It's, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. it's like one, why wouldn't you be spending more time like learn? My dad's a like you should go home and learn Excel um, tonight <laughs> <laughs> because what else? Like, he's like, you know, if you don't learn your Excel skills, you're not going to get ahead in this career. I mean, to give them credit, I have just fully moved into like creative industries for my jobs now. Yeah, um, yeah. And that freak, like initially he's like doing all these sums and calculate. He's like, your income is going to be like X, Y, Z less per year, no oh. stability, blah, blah, blah. Um, but so they've come around to that. But now it's like, because he's trying to relate, he's like, you must need Excel in your job or you must wow. need some software that you can I learn. I mean, how long does it take to <laughs> learn Excel? I mean, for me, a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Sorry, it's like Sonia, your nonna being like, you need to be able to sew. So, you need to be able yeah, to do yeah, things. Yeah, and your dad's like, Excel. Hello. I feel like I can understand. <laughs> yeah. Totally. But I had, because I've been doing comedy for many years, Mm -hmm. I started when I was studying at uni and then I left uni and got a a great arts job straight away and did that for about six and a half, seven years. And then, um, yeah, it wasn't till like just over a year ago I left to 
fully pursue comedy yeah. full time. And my dad, even though I think he really loves that I do comedy and is supportive of it, he was still like, I don't think you should do that. Like, yeah. I don't think you should leave this sort yeah. of full-time job. And it was like the money thing. Yes, Even absolutely. though I was at a point where I was like had to refuse some Good gigs because I had my job and like yeah. paid gigs and stuff. And it's like, no, I'm, I've reached the point where I, can um, do this. I need to really leap off yeah. to really succeed at comedy and make it my yeah. thing. And it does decrease your income oh, a absolutely. lot. Yeah. Oh, but it's not even... it increases just your path. Yeah. But also your quality of life was crazy. Like I remember you, you were working a nine to five. Yeah. And totally. then you had commitments for that workplace. Ten to five, anyway. <laughs> yeah. But you yeah. had commitments for that workplace outside yeah. of regular hours on top yeah. of like your gigs. And then and you're I was working doing some TV uh, writing. Oh yeah, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, uh, yeah. people it always was... like, oh, I'm run off my feet. But really, yeah. you were totally, you had no time for yourself. Yeah. It's but crazy. It is, yeah. it is that kind of thing of like, they do have a, um, a real worry about money mm. and you being able and to it makes sense. support yourself. Yeah. It, it totally does. Yeah. It totally does. And, For you know, them. they did move over here so yeah. we could <laughs> have, <laughs> have like money and, like, you know, stability. No. <laughs> We're <laughs> actually going to go and live in a squat. <laughs> like, yeah, everything's going to be unstable forever. But I'm like, at least I have like my younger sister. I'm like, just li- like live off her. Like, she's met all the yeah, expectations. She's my, like doing a PhD. My sister's in fine. more of a, like a steady yeah. full-time Yeah, exactly. Thing. So I'm like, um, come on. Yeah, but you've got to have variety. Exactly. You know, one of your kids does that. Your other yeah. kids is like creative and exactly. that sort of thing. And I think my mum's like they've the, the body clock. They're not. They've actually been really good. At, I've had some friends whose parents from day dot. It's like you're going to get married. You're going to have kids. Mm-hmm. Like right. really driven into them. Well, for my yeah. dad and mum, it's more like you need to establish yourself as a person and have a great career. Oh, all this that's stuff, great. Which hey, is yeah. really good. Yeah. That's great. But um, but mums now suddenly. So they've never spoken about boys. Never spoken about marriage. Like never boyfriends. Like no yeah, yeah, talk yeah. birds and the yeah. bees. And now it's like so. You when are you going to get married? Like you know if you don't have kids by the time you're 30 your ovaries are fucked and you're Whoa. like it's like so like yeah. they're like two kids before you're 30 I'm like that's right. already not happening like that's <laughs> well, now. 27 but you do have a yeah. partner yeah and you've been with for how three long? years now three years. yeah and your parents have met him yeah correct twice so yeah. they've met him a couple of times this year is going to be like into project integration twice in year. three years that's, that's yeah intense so we yeah. can assume that he's not Indian or no oh, he's no. he does comedy too too, um, and he's been doing it for ages. But I think um, compared to my last boyfriend, yeah. um, he's my my current boyfriend now gives off a like much like calmer, like nicer vibe. Yeah. And to be honest, if I was my own daughter and brought home my ex boyfriend, I'd be worried as well. So I'm like, now I'm like, yeah, the guy with the dreads, come on. Um, <laughs> um, so it has really been like a life of suffering for my parents. Yeah, right. It's like dreads, this, that. Um, but yeah, the current boyfriend's nice. Um, but this year is I booked um, tickets to go see like an Indian performer together. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we just usually write out, like, topics of conversation. <laughs> and then we, yeah, because my parents are just really awkward people, so it's right. hard. Right, mm. okay. Okay, so you're probably cringing at this, but I think that's bloody adorable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, we That's go so prepared. Cute. What's it's the performer? Um, Svakranti. I don't know how to, it's like at Fikak, um, Fritzgray community. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but she's apparently really political, so I didn't know that when I was what, booking um, it. But what? Uh, dance, she, like oh, just yeah, right. contemporary oh, that's dance. Awesome. So, yeah, cool. yeah, but how yeah. political? Are your parents into contemporary dance? <laughs> I was just like anything Indian. I'm like, come on, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's how you break that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know how political she is exactly, but I think she's meant to be really good. So we'll just see how it goes. Yeah, so awesome. you only introducing your current partner to them two times, did you say? Yeah, in three times. years. Yeah. Is that a reflection of you trying to like protect him? Or is it them being like, we're not ready? Because I know mm. we spoke about this in our last episode um, about how Sonia's mum is kind of Doesn't like, want to meet partners. Oh, <laughs> She's like, the same. you can't have a partner and yeah. then break up with them and we meet them. That's You can't be doing Do that. This. Yeah. Well, same yeah. with me. I was just like, um, basically they're like, well, if we meet, then it's basically like we need You're to start a marriage. Yeah. 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 And so I'm like, yeah. well, we're not getting married right now, but, like, I can tell you that could be, like, you know, I think growing older is a bit easier because when I was 18 I was like, he's just my boyfriend. We just have – I didn't say it. Like, <laughs> so it's just like we just sleep over. Like, that's it. There's no meaning beyond yeah. – like, um, whereas now I can be like, well, yeah, if we just, like, don't did they, it up. Did your um, boyfriend stay over? Your yeah, first but he one? had to stay in a different in room. In a different room. <laughs> yeah, classic. Yeah. That's an, I yeah, assumed there's that. no yeah. way. There's no way. No. Um, and that was me pushing. Like, you know, when I think back on how much, how hard I pushed them, um, it was mm. a lot. But now at least we can be like, yeah, we'll get married eventually. But, like, um, yeah. just relax and get Did to know each other. Did you ever get up in the middle of the night? And oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's listening to this, but my first boyfriend ever, like, we used to sneak yeah. him into our house, oh, which was, like, wow. next level. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Undercover. It's, yeah. Um, so that was, yeah, there's ways to get around. I think my sister's been better with that stuff. But they've also been nicer I, to her boyfriends. Yeah, I think that the first child breaks oh, the ice. It's so and I high. was lucky because my um, older sibling is, is a brother. Mm. So he kind of went out and went to parties and stuff. Um, and then, oh, he's fine doing that. You'll be fine. But I feel like being a girl, is it, if I was the oldest, yeah. it would have been a bit, um, it would have taken a bit more time for them to uh, let me totally. go out and that sort of thing. Yeah, But absolutely. we definitely weren't allowed to have um, yeah, <laughs> partners. Oh, no. Or and, and is it, like, this is yeah. something even now as a, you know, a modern woman who has a regular normal sex life, I'm still, like, when I hear about young people having, like, teenagers having, like, their partners Partners over. Or even, like, in the past, like, uh, like someone, one of my friends being like, ah, blah, 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 it's... I, I don't know. I get, I get freak, really like yeah. freaked out. By yeah. it. I don't know what it is, but they've like inbred this thing in me, which is yeah. like I just get jealous because yeah. I feel like well, I feel like the more open and honest you are yeah. with your children about that kind of stuff, it's like uh, yeah, the yeah, the more you can talk about. It, you know, consent and yeah. oh, safe sex and all important. that kind of stuff. Well, even, um, yeah, Jonathan whereas, is like, no, we can't have, if we ever had a kid, they wouldn't be allowed to have partner sleepover. But I'm like, if you don't oh, let that right. happen in your house, yeah, it just yeah. happens anyway. Yeah. Just like not yeah. in your house. That's so, very interesting because yeah. he's very, you know, sexually <laughs> liberal yeah. and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, but I just know myself as a teenager, it was just like any other way. So mm. I'd rather that just yeah, be They're like, going to have sex somewhere. Yeah, exactly. I remember my parents being like, you can stay over at his house, but he 
you can't stay over here. Oh, that's, that's so interesting. Weird. Right. Yeah, that's right. Really, I am I, the third. I'm the third kid. Right. And so at this point, I think they're all just like, whatever. <laughs> but, like, just like not in the house. Is there <laughs> is a, <laughs> how embarrassing is that? But there is a bit of a double standard too with gender because I know um, people who have said, oh, yeah, my brother would be fine to have people sleep over. Oh, but totally. me as a woman, not. Yeah. Because I think, oh, yeah, guys can have sex, but women can't. That's, yeah, mm-hmm. I've definitely heard that kind strange. of thing. Well, my parents always made the – because I think I never even thought about having a brother and stuff or, like, um, we only have two girls – I was always like never really thought of myself being treated differently from guys, but yeah. my mum always would be like, and if you were a boy, we'd say the same thing. Um, oh, okay, that's <laughs> but, good. I mean, I don't know how much they mean that because yeah. like, I don't think they are paranoid about like our safety and like everything, so I don't think it would be as bad if I was a boy. Yeah, yeah. 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 So do you live close to your parents? No, we live luckily on like <laughs> – I was like when I wanted to move out, I was like I'm going to get it because I was a high school teacher and um, I was like – just applying for every job like on because we actually live my parents live right up the road from mine high school and like we live next to so many high schools and yep. they're like why don't you just get a job here and live at home and teach there and um <laughs> so I was like I'm gonna get a job in St Albans which is like two hours away from my parents house yeah, um yeah. and I had to move to Footscray luckily so <laughs> yeah yeah so um we don't live close to them no yeah, well, that's convenient. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I feel no. like there's there's a good thing having some space because then it's like we see each other on our own terms. You don't have like this like everybody loves Raymond situation yeah. where they're just like over all the time. Yeah, well, there's the yeah. danger of like running into each other. Well, my parents um were the house we grew up in. Um, my parents built. And um, my dad's parents lived a few houses down in the same street mm. and mum's parents lived next door. Oh, my God. And the backyard was all open. Oh so we were God. all on the same street. <laughs> and actually when my brother was born and my parents were building their house, mum lived with her in-laws, with yeah, mum and right. dad's parents for about a year. And that is that is full on. Yeah. And in India, that's normal. Like yeah, that they, exactly. My parents in built. Italy too. Yeah, yeah, it's like the jump back. Kind of. I feel like if your whole societal. This is why I'm like, it's not my fault that I don't feel that that's cool because um, the society is fully built around that there and. Yeah. Um, and it's like I feel like I'll innately I feel like both of you guys as well like um, I, there's no way that I'm gonna like you know put my parents in like a um, what's it called old people's home or like that kind of like distance of just like um, you know like I wouldn't I've, I'm always gonna take care of them and be close to them but just like in yeah just yeah there's a different thing so uh, in Italy that it's kind of common um, I'm not sure as much these days. Mm. It certainly was in the house that I stayed at when I went there. So yeah. it was a three, um, like, level house. Yeah. Um, so mum's cousin, the family I was staying with, lived on the second level. Yeah. And then um, one of the uh, the mother of um, mum's cousin's yeah. husband, she lived downstairs. So that was where his parents lived. Yeah. And then on the top level was his sister. Yeah. And so it's like sort of three different families yeah, but from really the same fun. families mm. in the same Yeah. Fun? I, I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I don't. It, I think it's my very... only memories are nostalgic because when we go back, our families live like that or used yeah, to. In a, like you do. And, and my nonna is very nostalgic for that yeah. because, as I said, we moved, we lived very close. Yeah. We lived in a small town um, in Gippsland, yeah. country Victoria. And then um, when I was a bit older, I was 20 and my parents decided to move to the neighbouring town, to Relgate. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's about a 15, 10 to 15-minute drive from my nonna's house 
and she was like, I can't believe you're abandoning me. You're moving so far away. It's crazy. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, and because we don't have a huge family anyway, like extended even now, Mm. it's hard for us to imagine, whereas, like, my mum grew up with her cousin and, like, the other family, they all lived in the same house and it was just, yeah, it seems cool if your whole society is structured in that way, whereas... Yeah, it does, um, but, you know, conflicts <laughs> are right. To be honest with you, totally I've been very quiet in this little you know? bit because our family is actually <laughs> totally different. Yeah. Um, my parents both had to look after their parents after... Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, dementia mm. runs definitely one side of the yeah, family yeah. and then my nonna on my mum's side was very senile and yeah. then my nonna with Parkinson's both sides of the family, yeah. both of really there was like a lot of struggle with getting old. And I think it's this really interesting thing that all of these people left their home country and then didn't have to deal with their parents growing old. Yeah. So they didn't grow old. Oh, my God, gracefully is not the right word. But like they kind of rejected many red flags, which would be like, an inability to look after themselves properly. Like your grandparents. Yes, yeah. Yeah. but also maintaining that they wanted to live by themselves. Yeah. So my parents have very much been like, yeah. look, we've done that, we've struggled, and my nonna ended up having to go into a home because she had very bad yes. dementia. Yeah. And they're like, we don't ever want that to happen to you. So yeah. my parents are very much like, we're going into a retirement village, oh, we want to yeah. make this decision, That's so and nice we want to look after ourselves because we don't want to be a burden on you because yes. our parents didn't understand what that no. was like and had no empathy so they, yeah, my parents are very much like, we would never do that to you. That's and I guess so it's good. also like we wouldn't make you have to do that to yeah. us. Like, Because I think they yeah. know that sooner or later things are going to get downhill and that yeah. we're not properly going to be able to look after yeah. them. Um, but, but as you said, there is that same sort of judgment in uh, Italy as mm. or Italians here as possibly you've mentioned in yeah, Indian culture yeah. that putting in your parents in into a nursing home yeah. is very disrespectful yeah. and like yeah. you shouldn't do that whereas here yeah in Australia it has been done more and um yeah we've had a lot of talk amongst yeah. our families and blah 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 and like people are always like oh I can't believe they've done that da, da, yeah. da. and my nonna was always at home until um the last couple of years you know she's 94 years old 95 years old so she's now had to go to a nursing home because she can't stay by herself either mom and dad need to move in with her or they they need to live with her and basically needs round-the-clock care because she'll fall over i would never put them in but yeah i totally understand because it is that thing yeah and it is a bit more like uh, it's a bit more like, oh, we're not, we really, really don't want to do that. Yeah, and I think it's a hard space to occupy just because I was like, talk, I had like a breakdown a few yeah. weeks ago. I was like, oh, yeah. am I a bad like Indian girl <laughs> to like my close family friend yeah. who's awesome? Um, but he's just, I knew, like we've grown up together, but I always felt like there's like a difference between me and the other kids just because um, I like the arts and I was just like, um, willing to you know follow that career or like it was just it always felt like I was like trying to like rebel against stuff um yeah. but we yeah. were always close friends um and he was like you know like you still care about your parents and um a lot of people when they grow older don't like even in our community um yeah so he's like I guess it's hard because often if I like explain all the problems in our family um people are like well why don't you just leave it or like why don't you just like oh. break away and like yeah. do your own thing or but it's just like this weird place where I'm like I want to do my own thing but I honestly just can't just like break away like that um, yeah. so, I don't think you yeah. can judge Impossible. yourself that harshly like everything yeah. that you've been saying and like we have literally just met this afternoon <laughs> yeah. Yeah. is coming from this like place of like wanting to take care of your family yeah. and soften the blow of mm. you being your 
yourself. Mm. Yeah. You're not doing anything <laughs> malicious and yeah. you're just really going with your creativity, which is, you know, yeah, it's a hard thing to do thing. as an Australian. Like yeah. being a creator full time is hard anyway. And then we just get hit more with this like <laughs> cultural inability to understand yeah. why we would do that. Yeah. But like in no way, you just sound like you're going out of your way to make this yeah. easier for <laughs> yeah. everybody. Yeah. yeah. And the expectation thing I was thinking was like kind of, it's like you can't really say it's a bad, like because we all have high expectations from our parents, I feel like it makes you more ambitious or like you want to actually show something. It's yeah. not that relaxed really. Like, oh, like, I have no measurement of success, so I don't care. It's like, mm. no, I need – it makes you a bit neurotic, I think, because you're like, I need to do this to, show, like, prove my work. Yeah, but yeah. it makes you do shit, so but, that's good. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I mean, the tricky part is when it when it conflicts with your um, your calling and your yeah. dream of comp- – no, when, yeah. with what you want to do and they're kind of like, I think you should do something a bit oh, more absolutely. stable, yeah. a bit more – yeah. But having to prove yourself, I feel, because you're like, I'm just going to go on the slam yeah. and do this whole different thing. Um, yeah. And if I just, I, like, burn and die, <laughs> I feel like I would have just, like, failed on, like, multiple levels. Whereas I'm like, I'll do this scene, but I'll show you that I can um, do yeah. something with it. Or, like, I'll keep trying hard and it maybe that in itself is a good thing. Or, yeah. I think it's like having high standards of yourself is maybe a good thing, but it can also be toxic. So <laughs> it's yeah. hard. Well, it's hard yeah. <laughs> sorry. Well, on a happier note, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna lift this a little bit. Yeah. I saw your set, uh, God, a few months ago at oh, Miss okay. Moses. Moses. That's the place yeah. that we oh, went to. Cool. Yeah, and I very much related to your joke about having a suitcase full of food oh, yeah. as you left. Um, and so three years ago, I thought I'll leave all this. I'll move out of home, be an adult. Um, but I should have known better because I will never escape their suffocating love. <laughs> uh, since I moved out of home, my parents, they found one of those trolleys that old people take to the market, just with the Velcro on the wheels. Sorry, you have one, they're really cool. <laughs> and since then, every year, for, like, I've been out of home for five years now, I have to go back and pick up 15 boxes of curry from their house and wheel it back to mine on public transport every week of my whole life, right? Uh, it's my curry bag, so it's, yeah, it's um, cool. <laughs> but all my friends are like, that's so lucky, they cook me Europe, that's awesome, and I know it's really lucky, um, and it's really nice of them, but what my friends don't get is that if I don't take the curry bag and take the curries, it's like silent treatment for days, lots of emotional manipulation. <laughs> Um, so it's not that nice, really. <laughs> and it makes me feel like a six-year-old. Like, I feel like I'm trying to be an adult, and this is, instead this is me being like, Mom, leave me alone. I can cook for myself. <laughs> it was like, do you mean that, like, literally? Literally, yeah. yeah so Leaving your parents' like, house. Yeah. With yeah. a suitcase yeah. full of food. Yeah. We've got two, three um, bags, and they've all kind of chipped because of, like, the weight of the curry. Wow. Like, throughout yeah. the it's kind of like one of those, um, those uh, big... Uh, things that old ladies bring yeah. to the supermarket. Oh, shop those big, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, big oh, so wow. it's like you zip it up, it's kind of yeah. like a giant on wheels. Esky. It's on wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So oh God, you man. literally just wheel it along. You've your parents fill it full of yeah. curry for it. Yeah. It's like too much. Stuff, I've had so. some. It's yeah. delicious because <laughs> oh you're like, I just came from my parents' place. I'm wheeling yeah. this curry around. Have some. For it's lunch. so hard because so like sometimes I'll just be going to my place of work where there's like a small fridge or you know like it's just like no consideration. I'm like I'm going to a party. Like I can't take a huge burger. 
like, nah, well, just put it okay. on For a moment, I misunderstood, and I thought no consideration as in, like, this venue. How inconsiderate <laughs> only having a beer fridge, which I also <laughs> think of, too. When I see a little fridge, I'm like, what are you doing yeah. to me? Come on. But yeah. I, because my nonna lives a couple uh, hours away, mm. drive, and when I go to say goodbye to her, she's always like, I was actually there today leaving, and we got some eggs, we got some cucumbers, and we got some tomatoes. But, yeah, she's always like, do you want this? Do you yeah. want this? Do you want this? And sometimes I'm, like, driving straight to a gig and stuff. Yeah, and I'm like, like, oh, no. I don't think I can keep all this stuff just in my car. Absolutely. But they do – I wish I lived closer to her because yeah. oh I love to go and I've had up. some of those tomatoes. Yeah. They are a bloody god. Yeah, yeah. But she yeah. grows them. Yeah, she oh, does. Yum. She grows so much stuff. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, I love that. I mean, and it is, like, I make fun of her, but it is, like, really good when you're so busy that you just, like, don't have to cook, like, lunches basically ever. Um, and <laughs> I make Jonathan eat them too. So yeah. I'm like, whatever they think I'm eating in one week is like too much for two people in one week. So oh, it's absolutely. like crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you get that though? Like, because we spoke about this before, mm. me and Sonia both feel that we also have it in us to be feeders. feeders. We oh, are, it's like yeah. In, yeah, it's it's like if you go to a party and like, you know, <laughs> I don't want to... <laughs> Like, well, if people don't have to have parties, if they put on parties, I'm very grateful. Yeah, yeah. But if you go there and it's like, uh, no, nothing. Put some fucking chips out yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, sorry, my party from like two years ago. I feel like we just got there. It was like no food. Um, but normally. I wasn't there, so. Uh, I'm not <laughs> talking about your specific party. Um, normally, you yeah, you're I mean? like, you want food. I feel like even the thought of a wedding, if I ever mm. have one, um, will be like, I just want it to be like a big. I feel like, yeah, yeah like a really big, big feast, big, yeah. you know, like drinks. <laughs> I guess like not too much. But, um, yeah, like just drinks, food, um, just that kind of vibe is like what. Is good. Yeah. Well, do they have they have big wind? Weddings in India, yeah, but so we haven't actually we've we've not got a huge family anyway, so I haven't been to that. I haven't been to like a full on huge Indian wedding, yeah, but yeah. um, I feel like my dad says all that they they say all, we'll have to invite the whole community. It'll be like Bender like right. like everyone needs to come. But then I don't think my dad in my dad's mind it's everything's like twenty bucks. I'm like you don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be it's like expensive. Yeah, because yeah, his yeah, friends yeah. had like a destination wedding recently, and he was like, how much do you reckon they paid for that? I was like, easily like a hundred grand, maybe. Mm, yeah, like yeah, they yeah. invited all these people. Yeah. Um, and he's like, 100 grand. I'm like, that's what people will spend on yeah. weddings. Oh, yeah. Was it a big wedding? There's, or, I mean, there, it was just like in a different destination and all this stuff. I wasn't there, but like, yeah. um, just the fact that it's like, yeah, just my dad's understanding of everything being like it should be done in like ten thousand dollars at max. Like, yeah, isn't that just like, a dad yeah. thing? Though my dad's yeah. the same. We have a running yeah. gag that if my my sister just recently got married, but we had yeah. a running gag that they would have a backyard, like a barbecue in the backyard. Yeah, yeah. it's like that uh, that joke Steve Martin has in uh, Mar- uh, Father of the Bride. Yeah, like having yeah, just like picnic tables. And I'd be happy plates. with that. And that like, would be so. But yeah. that is my dad but, in a nutshell, being like, oh, we'll just have it. Yeah, I'm yeah. Out of the backyard. <laughs> like oh. a great Jeanette and Kata. And my mom's being like, this is never going to happen. Yeah. I'm not interested in having a wedding, but, you know, yeah. if I ever did, I'd be happy with something low key. But my, I think my parents would be like, you Next need to turn it out. Like, <laughs> yeah. And my dad, like, so he's been, we've been to so many weddings mm-hmm. and Italians, like, just, there's, Always someone fucking getting married. Yeah, and like, I, I love it. Yeah. I don't myself want to get married, but I bloody love weddings. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah it's fun. We've been to weddings here and in Italy. Yeah. And I remember the last time Dad went to Italy, he went to a wedding that went till three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And he said they had a huge spread of food. It was like a big, 
you know, smorgasbord kind yeah. of thing. And I was like, whoa, they probably had like this big smorgasbord out till midnight. Mm. Yeah, Dad? He said, no, till 3 a.m. Oh, my God. Like they had the food out there the whole time. I remember when we went to a wedding there, they kept on bringing courses and courses. But um, the last wedding I think we went to as a family here um, a little while back, it was kind of wrapping up at 11.30 and my dad was like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's so early. Yeah. What the fuck? Licensing laws. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not in Italy anymore, Dad. <laughs> oh yeah. So what is your boyfriend's heritage? Um, he's just from Geelong, like <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, born in Aubrey. Aubrey. <laughs> That's what it says on his passport, not Australian, Geelong. Geelong. Yeah. Oh. Um, born in Aubrey, <laughs> moved right. to Geelong. Um, Aubrey so, Angelo, yeah. so mixed race. <laughs> so do you eat before you go to parties? Because my boyfriend's from Shepparton originally and there's a running gag that when we go to Shepparton, I like eat, eat in the before. car. Oh, <laughs> the whole drive there. Just, yeah, because I'm never, oh, I'm such a, I'm such a baby, but I oh. never catered for properly. Oh, like, definitely. Eat. Little sandwiches is not food. Eating, mm. yeah, well, his family are like quite, like they're just like Aussies. Um, his mom and dad are even really different. Like his dad's quite like, um, like kind of like liberal voting. Like, um, but like a lovely guy. Oh, no. <laughs> so I shouldn't have led with that. <laughs> He's we're, nice. We're not judging. You're fine. Um, and his mom's side is like his mom is like really you know spiritual, like full on vegetarian, like never drinks. Um, so she's really like that, and he drinks. So all does the time. she love that you go to tarot readers? Um, yeah, yeah. She's given me some like spiritual. We connect on that level. Now, so it's how many times have you met his parents? Heaves. So that's why I got <laughs> on the um, right. on news. We were like, oh, it's getting weird that like he's not. Um, do you think your parents wanted you to date uh, an Indian guy? Um, I remember talking to them about this when I was smaller because I was like, well, Indian guys are annoying and, like, um, <laughs> I'm, like they are. I'm, like, the most racist towards Indian men. Sorry, Dad. Um, <laughs> they're, like, freaking annoying. The men, <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Girls rock. Um, yeah. Just because I always felt like I was categorized. Because as a teenager, I was I'm like, like, I'm Addy. With yeah. Italian guys. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Because it's like either you're like annoying because you're just like, I love the arts and like <laughs> I want to like stand up for that. Or you're like kooky, cool girl that's like, you're so weird and like funny because you're artistic or whatever. So I just felt like there was like those two categories. Or I can't stand like alpha male um, freaking, you know, guys that try and explain yeah. everything. Yeah. So. Yeah, to my mum, I was like, I don't. She was just like, it'll be a lot easier for our family if you're if our cultures are the right. same. Wow. Okay. See, but then she has fights with everyone. Like, she's like number one housewife of in, like real housewife of <laughs> India. So I'm like, you. I've heard you have fights with like you know every Indian person on the planet. So, yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know no, if that that's it will right. be easier. But there is this kind of thing about like. I mean, it yeah, is. Yeah. It would be a lot. Sometimes I'm like, why did that not happen? Like, my life would be so much easier if I was just like. Not what if I could just like have a normal job and like just be okay with like someone who would be closer in, um, you know, just like culture to culture, my parents. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's just like ask, it's like if I just had a lobotomy, then my life would be oh, yeah. easier. But like, it's just not me, I guess. <laughs> it's not. And you don't want to have yeah. a lobotomy or not be yourself. But yeah. I found the same sort of thing being like, yeah, unattracted to 
uh, Italian guys. Yeah. My, my, um, yeah, not so much my parents, but definitely my nonnas mm. would be like, yeah, you should be with, find yourself an totally. Italian boy, that kind of thing. Oh, no. Yeah. no way. Uh, uh, no, I don't mean to be like wolf, but, but wolf. <laughs> maybe that's part of what um, made me um, just sort of step away from that and be like, oh, I don't want to be with no. Italian guy because, like, you know, what, whatever your parents and your grandparents and family are kind of pushing on you, you want to rebel against exactly. that a bit. Yeah, I, I mean, at one stage I actually dated, I went on a couple of dates with a boy mm. who was Greek Lebanese and mm. he was very cute and, very like, a really nice guy, mm. like, such a sweetie. But I remember in the back of my head being like, think of the recipes. <laughs> yeah. I date this guy, get in with the moms. Exactly oh my God. Like, I mean, why would you want to date, why would I want to date an Italian if I can already have good Italian yeah. food? Like, <laughs> I was like, I think of the top like, An Indian guy or Exactly. Guy or and like then that, it's like, um, then I, I, it would be annoying. It's actually changing now because my dad cooks as much as my mum probably now yeah. and stuff, but it's like such a big deal in India if like the boys, like um, my mum would go to India to take care of my grandma and everyone's like, but what's he doing how? Is he cooking? Oh That's the other thing what? too. And it's like, That's, oh, so I meant to like, yeah. That is the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, in Italian culture, it's kind of like you had, like my nonna said once, oh, my brother Felix, oh, he needs to find himself a wife so she can look after <laughs> yeah. him and cook for him and You're stuff. Like, and I said, know. well, who's going to cook for me and that? Yeah. She's like, oh. Like, well, I mean, <laughs> I remember my nonna, so that when my dad's sister was born, uh, my nonna had to look after the kids while my nonna was in hospital and they ate pumpkin soup for like an entire week. <laughs> yeah. That's all he knew how to eat. Yeah, and it's kind of like, well, I don't want to go out with a guy who's oh, been grown up in this. Uh, with this expectation that women are supposed to totally. cook for them, and, and I know it's really changing that sort now. Of thing. I was going to say, it do they changing. exist? Like, do is these it? do but, these young yeah. guys in uh, at least in Melbourne? Surely they exist. don't exist. They Absolutely, hundred percent exist. I don't know. I mean, like, nah, I'm putting yes. my blinders on. We'll I don't want to think you about up with it. There's <laughs> so many groups on Facebook. Like, like uh, I really like this group called Subtle Curry Traits, and it's like mostly ninety percent super funny. Um, just like things that people who are Indian or whatever subcontinent relate to. But then, like every now and then, there'll be a post where it's like um, just some cooking or some sexist shit, where it's just like yeah. when your chapatis turn out like this and you don't get a husband, <laughs> or like exactly. worse than that, wow. you know. Uh, yeah, because yeah, I was in this Facebook group for um, Melbourne Italians, yeah. and it was like literally a hundred, almost hundred percent, like just pictures of food. Yeah, like, his like spaghetti, his cannoli, with <laughs> recipes and stuff. But then there were these um, sexist posts as well, yeah. and you're like, oh, this is a different kind of world that I've stepped out totally. of. Totally, yeah. And it's like when you marry Sarah instead of Pooja or whatever, and it's yeah. like you have like like a shit chapati compared to like a perfect round chapati. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like fucking so hell, silly. Sarah. Oh Learn how to make sure you dumb bitch. Like. <laughs> so this was the most annoying thing in high school. I I started going out and stuff probably pretty young for my school. It was like eleven or year eleven or twelve. Um, met her, my sister. She's she studied like she didn't go out at all. Like studied all through year twelve, and then all her friends and her to celebrate. Like, you know when teenagers like drink a whole bottle of vodka and yes. they're like drinking. Um, so she, I get a call one day from our family friend being like, "Your sister's in hospital. Um, it's just after year twelve, and she, they're like, 
He's like, yeah, she's probably just passed out, but like she's um, like in hospital. So oh, shit. <laughs> I told mum and dad, and they like freaked the fuck. It was just like the they were like out of bed, like mum's like sobbing. Um, we get to the hospital, and the nurse is just like looking so and She's like, she's just drunk. It's fine. She's like passed out, being yep. drunk. Yeah. But then we're sitting in the waiting room. They're like, this is your fault. Um, to me, because <gasps> oh they're like, if you didn't grow up drinking and stuff, this is where she learns it from. Yeah. Um, blah blah blah. Whereas I've never, you know, I've never had hospital issues because I just yeah. drink all. The time but little bits <laughs> I've never been hospitalized mum and dad so take so that so we're like waiting I feel like I'm just like she's gonna get in so much shit we have to stay there all night my dad's got like a job interview the next day but oh he's just up gosh. all night and then when she finally wakes up um mum's like what what happened and stuff and then she's like oh I just thought it was water and oh. then <laughs> And then now it's still just a joke. And mum's like, baby, just thought it was water. Oh, and it's just no. like, fuck off. Oh, oh, my God. Just totally blind. <laughs> my, my cousin yeah. did the exact same thing, got, like, really messed up one night, came home, was vomiting, and was like, I think I ate bad sour cream. <laughs> and so it became a girl. Like, we say at home now, like, oh, yep. too much sour cream yeah. last night. You know what I mean? I feel like my parents enabled my alcoholism because sometimes when they pick me up from parties, I'd just be, like, really chatty in the car. And they're like, you're in a good mood. You should do this all the time. I'm like, <laughs> right. Like, usually you're, like, a depressed emo, but, like, tonight you're talking, so I'm like, I guess I better drink 24-7. Let's wrap it up cool. there. Thank yeah, you, thank you so much fun. for joining us, Irvi. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, our first guest. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, it's been amazing. Thanks, Eves. Um, Learning about you and your background. Yeah, you too. Uh, now... You are a comedian, of course. Do you have <laughs> yeah. stuff to plug? Um, yeah, I'm doing a comedy festival show with my friend Carla um, called Sassive Aggressive. Um, oh, beautiful. <laughs> thank you. Um, actually, we're going to Adelaide tomorrow, but I don't. maybe it's too late for that. But um, uh, Melbourne Comedy Festival, April 6th in Pilgrim Bar. So you can just find me on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Um, yeah, Irvi Majumda. Spell, spell your name out for the listeners. You, Irvi. <laughs> That'll be another episode. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A whole episode. <laughs> So um, we'll put a link in the show notes. That was So, Sonia, great. do you have anything you need to plug? Uh, yes, I'll be performing at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Uh, for the first two weeks, uh, you can find me online, Sonia Diorio, and um, all the details are there, but I'm performing at the Cooper's Inn at 7.35 for the first two weeks. So, yeah, Yay. it should be fun. It'll be Not great. Thanks for joining us again. Thank you. Thanks so much for having us. Woo. Thank you. And <laughs> <laughs> goodbye <laughs> all. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Who the Bloody Hell Are We? If you like what you're hearing, subscribe, rate and review us on your podcast app of choice. Audio production and original music is by Andre Christodoulou. Search for us on Facebook for more information about our guests, fun content and to keep the conversation going.